This week's parsha is parsha's Tazriya Mitzorah. The talk, Torah talks at length about the air topic of tsaras. So the Torah tells us, Perikud Gimel, Adam so a person has one of these four shades of white in his skin. He brings it to a Kohen, and the Kohen is the one who examines it to see if it's Tzaras. Interesting halacha, that even if a person's a big Talmud Chacham, they're not qualified halachically to, just, to pronounce it as Tzaras. It's upon the Kohanim to paskin questions of Tzaras. So the Sefer HaChinuch takes this as a mitzvah that a person has when they see such whiteness on their skin to bring it to a Kohen to be examined. Rav Hamanar points out that it would seem from the Rambam that the Rambam is not learning this way, that the Rambam, according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of this mitzvah here of Vuhuva El HaKohen is a mitzvah on the Kohanim to paskin issues of Tsaras. But the way the Sefer HaChinuch learns, the mitzvah is on a Yid who sees these white marks on himself to bring them to the Kohen for examination. We know there are halachas involving the depth of the mark and white hairs within the mark of how a Kohen, there's a quarantining process, there's a process of how a Kohen goes about deciding if it's Tsaras. Very fascinating thing in the Sefer HaChinuch. I've always assumed that Tsaras was a blessing Hashem gave us to guide us towards Shuba back in the day, and that since the times of the Beis Hamidus, we don't have it anymore. But the Chinuch here says, the Din of Tsaras is no egg at all times when the Kohanim are Bikim in examining Tsaras. So he says, you can't bring a carbon today, so that's something we need to wait for the Beis Hamidus for, but he makes it sound like it's a mitzvah which is no egg even post the times of the Beis Hamidus. He says, if a person has saras, he doesn't follow these halachas, he just touches it up, whatever, you know, it's a, uh, it's eczema or something like that, it must be a skin blemish, he doesn't bring it to the coin for examination, then he would be being mavatel, this mitzvah's asay. Interesting, the Minchas Chinuch talks about the idea that it could be there are other differences, nafkaminas for today, with the, with the, maybe the shaving of the hair, maybe even an iser to come into Yerushalayim, whether or not he's, saying halacha if a person sees wet, certain weird white marks on himself, he should bring it to a Kohen or go ask a shayel v'rav whether or not he should be going to visit Yerushalayim. I'm not sure, because I guess the halacha, he's saying that the halachas of Kedush of Yerushalayim still apply today. So if a person would have such tum on him, he probably shouldn't be in Yerushalayim. Now, I'm not sure exactly what the Minchas Chinuch means, because my impression of the Sugi of Tsaras is that it doesn't actually become Tomei until the Kohen proclaims it as Tsaras. I have in my head that sometimes they delay the examination, I think maybe during Sheva Brachas or something like that, in order to not cause him to become Tomei yet. But anyway, we have this Mitzvah of Tsaras, which according to the Chinuch is a Mitzvah for a person to not say that this is just something that happened, but rather to come with the perspective that my sins must have caused this, let me go to the Kohen to examine it. And the, the Chinuch talks about the root of the mitzvah. He says the root of this mitzvah, the way we understand it, is to impress upon us Hashem's hashkacha pratis on every individual. As the Pasuk tells us, His eyes are on the ways of man, he sees all the footsteps of man, and a person should realize that sickness is co- that this sickness of 
Tsaras is caused by his Averos. As the Gemara tells us, usually it comes from speaking Lashon Hara, and he's supposed to come to the Kohen, and that's supposed to hopefully inspire him to do tshuva when he comes before the Kohen, who devotes so much time to the kapara of the Jewish people. It's supposed to hopefully awaken something within him. And oftentimes they could quarantine him once or twice, and then he's in solitude. He's hopefully going to think about tshuva, hopefully turn himself around, and Hashem will heal the tsaras. And maybe the person will take the time to think about returning what he stole, and hopefully a person will bring himself to tshuva. And he says, these, these sagarim, these quarantines, they teach us Hashem's hashkacha on every person. He says, because different people understand hashkacha differently. There are some people who think that Hashem pays attention to every small detail of every living creature, meaning that no blade of grass, no, nothing falls off a tree, no spider kills a bug, unless Hashem has, decided that, has, has this, decided that with specific hashkacha pratis. I believe there are Rishonim who learn that way. The Chinuch says such a thing is rochok harbe minasecha, that it's illogical, such a thing. I don't know, I guess, I think that's the, I heard maybe that's the Ramban Shita, that Hashem on everything, have some Sefer, he says the Baal Shem Tov felt that way, that Hashem's Hashkachs and everything. I know there's a concept in general that obviously nothing falls off a tree without Hashem wanting it to fall off the tree, but at the same time, I guess there is an idea that Hashem's hashkacha is more glo- in, in that certain. There's different levels of hashkacha, I guess, in that level of hashkacha pratis that it doesn't apply. I believe the Rambam writes that that the, what spider kill the spider which fly it kills. I believe he says there's a hashkacha on the min as a whole that Hashem makes sure that the species survives, but maybe not on every individual bug. But it says the chinuch, what we believe is Hashem does have this hashkacha klois on the world, that nothing should get destroyed like the Rambam holds, and that Hashem makes, but Hashem's hashkacha on every individual human being is something else. With a human being, Hashem has this very precise hashkacha of guiding the person through life and giving him exactly what he needs in specific situations. And that's the concept of tsaras, that a person has his averos, and Hashem gives him these guiding post, you know, on the baguette and on the skin. It's supposed to bring a person to tshuva. Hashem is showing him a very specific hashgacha. Anyway, this idea of the chinuch, I believe it might be the minority opinion in the Rishonim. Maybe most of the Rishonim hold that Hashem's hashgacha pratis is involved in more the specifics of different aspects of the creation besides human being. But regardless... The Chinuch is telling us that one of the lessons we should learn from Tzoraz is Hashem's hand-on involvement in a person's life, meaning a person does something wrong, and Hashem sends them very specific messages. They shouldn't feel that anything is being ignored. And it's, and it's interesting, because he's saying that when a person experiences a punishment, I think he might be applying it even to other, you know, when a person experiences another sickness, to take it as, you know, Hashem might be sending me a message here, you know. Obviously, we, uh, I once saw a funny video about things not to say at a Beaker Cholim visit, somebody sitting in a hospital bed, somebody saying, you know, sickness comes from Averus. It's, like, it's not me saying it. The Svarim all say that sickness comes from doing Averus. So that's an example of what not to say to somebody, but for, the person, for a person himself, when he goes through challenges, to realize that Hashem sends us messages. And that's one of the lessons we learn from Tsaras is 
that Hashem does look very carefully at little me and does give you a very precise message custom made for you to try to wake you up from your slumber and bring you to where you're supposed to go. So we have to take this lesson of learning. We have to take this lesson of learning from what happens to us in life and approach things the right way. We will be able to do so, to grow from all of our experience, to appreciate Hashem's involvement in both the positive and the challenging aspects of our lives and grow in our Avodah Hashem. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.